Hello uh, and welcome to episode seven of uh, Not the Wikipedia Weekly. Um, we've got a we're growing, which is very exciting. Um, heaps of people in the room today. It's our largest one yet, um, including user Dan Tobias. Hi. Um, should I say anything more than hi now or what? <laughs> You've, and, and right away we, we've blown our professional image, but uh, hey, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, we've also got user Derova. Hello. And user Phil. Hi. We've got a uh, regular Raoul654. Evening, everyone. Uh, and we've got uh, first-timers. Sorry, Dan was a first-timer, um, if you didn't pick that up. But um, we've also got a uh, user GT Bacchus in the room. Hello, everyone. And uh, user Ned Scott. Hello. Cool. And uh, just before we, we kick off right into our topics... Um, just a quick word about, you know, the fact the way this is growing or the way people are listening to it. The idea is that it's a very, very open project. We're, we're still finding our feet uh, and do head by the wiki page. Obviously, you must have done because you're listening to this. But, um, you know, the idea is that you can contribute ideas for topics and you can um, sign up to talk about it. And uh, hopefully in time, we'll even get a few different hosts going and, you know, make it a real wiki effort. So um, the fact that you're listening to this is great. Um, I've got to tell you, from my my addiction to the stats tool continues, uh, and it looks like we've had you know maybe sort of three or four hundred listeners uh, to the last episode, uh, about which we will return to shortly. Uh, but before it goes too out of date, we're going to kick off with a bit of a chat about this year's April Fools. Um, <laughs> I just want to uh, I, I tried an April Fool, which was to post at Giano's page pretending to be Jimbo, uh, and it, it didn't go down very well, and I felt a bit embarrassed, and I had to apologise. Um, I gather the featured article, April Fool, um, went a lot better, Raoul. Uh, yes. Um, following sort of the the guidelines that I set out last year, which was a success then and was again this year, um, I had said that uh, I would be willing to you know use whatever featured article anybody wanted uh, as long as it was funny, it wasn't too raunchy, and it was a featured article by the by April first, and it went through the normal process and everything. So. Um, I know I had and what was it? Out. Hmm? This year it was what, Ima Hogg. And a, tell us a bit about a, the lovely Ima. Uh, she was the daughter of the governor of Texas and uh, a philanthropist and an art conservationist. And she, so she's notable for reasons other than just her name, although, you know, that, that led to a <laughs> lot of, you know, much of the article talked about, you know, the, the fact that she was named this and she was teased a lot about it. And, and so we, so, you know, Sandy and, um, a couple other people went, you know, and got it through the featured article process and they wrote up a, a fantastic blurb. The blurb was so, so ridiculous, so over the top that very few people actually caught onto the fact that everything about it was absolutely true. That we, you know, we didn't have a single, you know, false, falsity in there, although a lot of it was, you know, exaggerated or, you know, not exaggerated, but written in such a way as you would think it was an obvious hoax. And in fact, I think user La blogged about this, and, and I, I totally agree with what he said. It's, uh, it's, it's like the pinnacle of what you might call, I don't know, I was going to say geek humor, but it's not, that's perhaps a bit harsh. It, I just, <laughs> it's, it's a fantastic so effort. I, I, read, I read somebody describe it as a very subtle kind of humor. Well, because you read it, you think it's a joke, and then you, you, know, you laugh at it on the joke level, like she rode an ostrich to go and meet the queen. Uh, then you click through to the links and the sources, and you see that she really did ride an ostrich, and she really did meet the Queen of Hawaii. 
and you know those things are sort of um you know that that was quite a well, it was a good effort all round. However, dot, 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 uh, there was also the usual brouhaha and, and disruption. And Phil, you were, you know, you, you're aware of what's gone on there. What, what happened? Well, I'm not a, a big expert in it, but I did notice uh, at the administrators' meetings, and I, you know, not that I'm a big fan of April Fool's Day hijinks, and I wouldn't be involved in any myself, but I really thought that was a bit over the top. And then... Uh, New York Brad kind of put me in his play in my place, and he'd composed some kind of a poem about why why we should be blocking admins for getting involved in April Fools. <laughs> so I didn't say any more than that, but I just thought it was a little excessive. I think actually, the, in typical or true wiki fashion, I think some sort of loose working group or committee has now formed around uh, discussing and laying out the ground rules for what might be possible and acceptable. Uh, in terms of japery uh, next year, um, which I don't know. We're going to be horrible for that, aren't we? It's going to be an April Fool bureaucracy. It's going to be you have to file a request for April Foolishness. Cool. Now we've got some more people popping in here, guys. That, that, that's, in here, guys. <laughs> hence the beeps and stuff. So um, I'll just introduce uh, Fast Lizard. We've got Fast Lizard Four now as well, haven't we? Yep. There you go. Welcome to the, welcome to the chat. We were just talking about April Fools. Um, I think the, the large bureaucracy itself is actually some sort of, uh, it's evolving anyway, is a deeply dark satire on the whole process and uh, it, it must be uh, itself intended as, as a larger April Fool. So that, that's the direction I think it's heading in, but uh, it's all to the good, uh, which is cool. Okay, now m- moving on from April Fools, um, we've got uh, the next sort of topic that we we're going to sort of talk about is is a bit more navel gazing or a bit more self-referential it's the last episode that we had here um when we talked to uh, i spoke with the users over from or a few users over from wikipedia review who are banned uh, for various reasons from wikipedia um and it, it it sort of elicited a our largest number of page views so far which i guess is you know kind of predictable um but but b some you know some interesting talk about whether or not it was editing for proxy editing for banned users, whether or not it should be allowed, uh, you know, tip, uh, sort of a, a bit of a discussion. And um, Dan, uh, Dan T, I'll throw to you first. You know, what was your take on on, on how it went and, and what happened thereafter? Well, I mean, as people have known for the last year, I've been a big activist for um, against uh, what I see as heavy-handed censorship. Um, and uh, so uh, naturally this... W- pushed one of my hot buttons, the fact that people were trying to, f- to force the deletion of, actually not of the podcast itself, which is on, which is on the commons, which um, apparently has a different culture altogether and, and doesn't delete stuff for those kind of reasons, uh, but um, they wanted to delete the page linking to it, uh, which I saw as, as yet another uh, repeat of the bad sites concept, only this time the bad site is right within our site, sort of, but uh, uh, they, they want to um, uh, treat, because band users are involved in uh, they want to be like uh, 1984's unpersons or Scientology's suppressive persons and treat them as if they don't exist and hope they go away or whatever. Um, uh, now I've got to say, you, you would also concede, and the the deletion debate was pretty um, well, it's pretty over pretty quickly, and I think it only got three or four, I think four delete votes, uh, and then it was pretty speedily closed. Yes, uh, 
I was pleasantly surprised because uh, at various times uh, it seemed like the forces of censorship were able to rally much more troops in over the last year in some of the other debates. Uh, so I was pleasantly surprised that this one, uh, most people seem to side on the same side as me this time. Now, in a moment, we'll just talk because uh, there was a bit of a conversation, in fact, quite a useful conversation in many ways at, at my talk page, which um, we've actually, you know, Raul and Phil and myself were, were posting there, and we'll, we'll move on to that in a moment. I thought I'd ask you, though, GT Bacchus, as a, you know, have you, have, have you heard the last podcast as a sort of outsider's perspective? Um, what's your take on it? I haven't listened to the last one, no, but I, I think I will now. I mean, I'll probably go back and listen to uh, just find out what I've been missing. Oh, just for the explanation, he had three band users on, and they were talking uh, about the reasons for their ban and and the perspective on Wikipedia. Just to kind of give you the the heads up. Sure, I, I guess. Um, yeah, thank you. I mean, I, I gathered it was it was something to that effect. Um, some people from Wikipedia Review, it sounds like. I don't know. I mean, it's certainly you can't pretend they don't exist, and you can't pretend that they don't have an indirect influence on Wikipedia, whether it's through someone acting on an idea that they heard without mentioning where they heard it, or through a more direct involvement. You, you can't. I think it's unrealistic to pretend that it doesn't exist. Now, that's the way uh, was, was I guess Dan was describing that some people might approach it. I don't know whether, yeah, whether well, that's what they're what, thinking, that they want to um, pretend that WR doesn't my exist, but it, that certainly a, a, seems like a bad idea. Uh, and my, my intention uh, with, the, with the conversation is really to, to try and get some stuff out into the open, and I think I, I'm not quite as... Um, Dan, you would probably admit this yourself, you do paint things in, you know, you... you, you to raise the conversation level to talking of sort of forces of censorship, it becomes, you know, it can become quite heated. Um, and uh, I guess it's it's very pleasing that the, you know, that, that such an effort sort of didn't, uh, the censorship as you see it didn't stick this time. Uh, my intention with the chat there is, is, to, is to get some stuff out into the open. And, and I actually really did, Raoul uh, and Phil, you, you guys posted on my talk page, and there was the issues of balance. And I guess we could talk now about, you know, um, what we heard was was our perspectives from the people that were there in the, that room. So it was just those four people's thoughts, type of thing. Um, you know, is there a need to balance that? Is the you know is the stuff that needs to be said elsewhere, or uh, do you see any value in it, Raoul? Well, first to get back to the larger question of the deletion debate. I mean, I didn't vote in it because I kind of I, I was of two minds about it. You know, banned means banned. You know, not allowed to participate on Wikipedia. And, and you know, they're not allowed to edit. And so the question is, you know, it, it's very much in the spirit of that, that, you know, posting podcasts on Wikipedia is, you know, by the same token prohibited. You know, on the other side, there's, you know, well, it's it's one of a series, you know, so so it's not like it's a... It's not like the that was the intent. Um, and, this is, you know, I, so I was conflicted about it. That's why I didn't vote to delete it. Now, as to the questions of balance, I mean, you know, you're obviously they're talking about the reasons that they were banned, so they're going to present themselves in the best possible light. And and uh, like, like Phil, I'm sure Phil has, you know, talking about Molten has plenty of things to say, and those kinds of things were obviously not discussed in the podcast. 
Yeah, yeah. I will point out that it wasn't just Raul and, and myself that posted to your page. It was also Dorova also did post a little short thing, didn't you, Dorova? Yes, I did. Um, I, to some extent or other, I've, I've interacted with all three of those people. And, um, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like to just make it clear that the door is open, at least a crack, um, if, uh, if they choose to... I, I, did I hear a uh, did I hear a laughter there? Uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, if somebody decides to come around and to um, observe and, and follow the same policies that everybody else's, I welcome them back. I have you know user awards, site awards that I reserve specifically for the people who turn around and and come back under their own names legitimately, um, and. Once you get banned, you have to earn your way back, but I want to make it clear that that's possible. Well, um, Dorova may be more open to it than some others. I mean, there, there's a sizable faction, the ban means ban faction, who who thinks that once you're banned, you should be treated like you've got uh, got horns and a, and a pitchfork and a pointy tail or something <laughs> like that. You're, that's pretty uh, much not what Raul said, but... Um, <laughs> in fact, yeah, okay, not necessarily him, but so there, there was. Yeah, actually, uh, nobody said anything about pitchforks or pointy tails. Okay, <laughs> maybe I, I should Photoshop get a, I get some pitchforks and pointy tails onto myself or something. I just want yeah, to. I, I, I would point out that even if you look at the talk page, in fact, I had even suggested back on the second of of April, uh, potentially having. Bolton, or even more inflammatory people on, and Raul and I had even uh, discussed, you know, is it advisable not, we're not really sure. I mean, I wasn't sure about the de- the deletion debate as well, so I didn't vote in it, because again, I'm of two minds. I'd like, uh, I think there's a value to having the dialogue, and I think some of these people have ideas. I may not agree with a lot of their ideas. Uh, I kind of agree with Derova in saying the door's open. Uh, Malton, for example, he's known, he's been told dozens of times what he has to do to, to get his goal met. <laughs> I told him plenty, Derova told him, lots of other people told him. And well, just now, this, this is tying some of, our, some of our topics together, so I'll just backtrack just a sec. And um, GT Bacchus, in, in, in that conversation there, it was, you know, um, it get, it's very easy in, in talking, sort of, particularly with quote-unquote sort of, uh, you know, uh, people who you're feeling adversarial towards or people who you're in conflict with. It's very easy to, to sort of sneak into hyperbole and to start to, Dan sort of fell into a bit of a temptation then to sort of take it a bit further. And I know you've, you've written some stuff about dispute resolution um, that kind of deals with avoiding that. Um, do you think it's something that the wiki could generally improve upon? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think the... One of the big issues in dispute resolution, and I mean, I think we're, we have the potential to observe this, um, living and happening right now, because we're actually talking about something, but let me talk about it in the abstract at first. One of the most difficult problems is staying on topic. It becomes very easy to start talking about who said what about what someone else thought someone else meant, and it turns out that the topic is something very different from that. So, like, in this case, we're talking about um, the band means band stance that some people might take um, that Raul just gave voice to. 
regarding what it means for a user to be banned. And so I think that's something that needs questioning. I think it needs questioning for really specific reasons. And I think if we succumb to the temptation to caricature it, then we've missed the chance to point out the very good reasons that it needs questioning because the conversation goes off into a meta-conversation about whether or not that caricature was an appropriate one. And that's just not the conversation we need to be having. The conversation we should be having is it's impossible to prevent someone from contributing to Wikipedia at all. That's just impossible. You can't do it short of hunting them down and killing them. So given that it's impossible, is it desirable to try? Yeah, and that's... that's No... In fact, Ned, I'll bring you in at this point. Ned, um, you, you haven't had a chance to pipe up yet. Um, any sort of responses to the to the chatting with band users and to GT Backus's latest sort of take? Well, um, just to give in my, my own thoughts about it, um, uh, you got to consider one of the reasons why we ban users, and uh, one of the reasons, I think, is uh, a certain amount of self-control. So I think when you do it by proxy, um, that concern quite isn't there. If they if they had said or done something um, in the last um, uh, Skypecast uh, that would it be appropriate, then obviously it wouldn't have carried over. Um, uh, private meetings, you would probably wouldn't have, have included it if you felt it was wasn't appropriate. So it's kind of like that already addresses why we ban the users. Uh, we, we already have. Uh, a control mechanism in place um, when, when someone else wants to relay their ideas. Yeah, it's actually... I'm sorry, it, I don't understand what you're saying. I think he's saying that like, the uh, reason they're banned is because they, uh, they can't control themselves. They're going to they're gonna make aggressive or inappropriate edits. And the fact that, that me, as a user who, who wasn't currently banned, was was posting the material, that kind of removes the, their ability... You know, if... <laughs> if someone had started ranting and raving and shouting, I think Ned's suggesting, which I think is probably true, that I probably would have cut them off and you know left it at that, and, and we, it wouldn't have happened. Um, as an aside to this, uh, there's a, a there's a link from the not the Wikipedia Weekly page now, um, which links to a, a blog post on this particular subject by a chap called the Wiki Defender, um, who's a satirical creation uh, that I don't know if everyone's read, but um, he's a satir- satirical creation of somebody. Um, Sort of, I guess, mocking the the the, uh, the troll, the accusations of people being uh, trolls, etc. And it, he he called the last one um, stalk radio, all the stalking all the time, um, which it's a very funny post actually. Basically, making fun of the kind of people that I seriously criticize all the time. The uh, the wiki the so-called wiki defenders the people who think they're defending Wikipedia against all the trolls and vandals and stalkers and whatever only this guy is a is a caricature of that type. This is the first time I've seen this page. I see he's using my picture of Jimbo with the money. <laughs> it's it's well worth a look. Now d- GTB, I'll bring you back in here because you mentioned that the you know how obfuscated the issues get, how clouded it all gets, how. You know, particularly when you're, you know, you're dealing with situations that date back, in some cases, years. Um, that that it's it's really hard to get, you know, to hit the nail on the head in, of where the useful conversation is. Um, 
like, do you see that? Obviously, there's this instance, but I know that you've been you've been looking at dispute resolution in general. And is that something that you see in general, or have you seen it elsewhere as well? And and what can we do as as you know people that are willing, or people listening, and people talking even now? What what should we be doing to sort of help the health of the wiki in that way? Well, maybe the most common derailment I see. And I'm looking at small conflicts, mostly page moves, arguments about diacritics and names, which people get very mad about, but I admit it's not the, the really big flames on the wiki. But I think the most common uh, derailment that I see is uh, just people um, want to uh, find a way of, you know, criticizing... The other person, um, I was just talking about the contributor and the content, really. It's just that people want to say how someone is, is a this or that, and that's why their argument's wrong. Or that they're, they're, they're biased and that's why their argument's wrong. When in fact, the reason their argument's wrong is contained in their argument. And so, so I mean, that's that one thing is just to stay on topic. And then, I mean, I would say that in general, the policies that are, um, the civility and assume good faith policies, those behavior policies, they should be applied to oneself, not to others. Well, those uh, you can find a, that kind of attitude on on many different sides of many different disputes. Uh, it's not confined to the this so-called troll troll faction, which some people place me in. Uh, of course not. No, you see a lot of. The people who are trying to attack the trolls often make those kind of arguments. I've, I mean, I've, I've gotten gotten attacked many times. Like, you're one of the Wikipedia review crowd. We don't trust your type. We hope you get banned. I mean, I see that kind of thing all the time. May yeah, I hop in here? Please. One of the things that's a, a real challenge, though, is, and I think it's partly human nature, is when you're in a discussion, it's groups of people on both sides and things start to get hot, most people give a little extra slide to the folks who are saying the same thing as them, but a little more roughly. And it, it carries a lot of clout mm. when you agree with somebody to politely, politely say, hey, you know, could you turn that down a little bit, or or you wanna y- you wanna maybe go a little milder? Um, mm. If they know that you already agree with them, they know that that's not some game. And I, I really want to encourage people on both sides of, of debates to be doing that more often. Because when when we do that, when we have a culture that does that, then things get sidetracked much less often, and we can actually get the discussion over and move on to the next thing. Well, and you've hit the nail for me, Derova. I'll, I'll just say that I've, I've seen that, that um, I've said before, actually, that I think that the, the biggest help that people could could offer the wiki in this area is to do exactly as you say, is for, for friends to take other wiki friends aside and, and you know, and, and draw the line. And I've, I wonder sometimes if some of the behavior that's emerging is is sort of systemic, that it's you know, parts of the textual-based communication and, and parts of the, you know, I've got your back if you've got mine sort of approach actually lead people to, rather than sort of self-police, and or not police, but self-monitor and kind of offer good advice, as in, you know, don't don't delete that person's edits or, or you know, there, there was a very odd conversation about band editors and if they were mo- removing... Um, 
you know, if they were removing defamatory material from a BLP. Uh, this actually happened from a biography. This happened to me recently because I've, I've got a, uh, an, inde- an indefinite restriction from Arbcom at the moment. And I just did a, f- a couple of reversions of vandalism on my, which happened to be on my watch list. And there was a, there was a serious chat about people sort of thinking, you know, uh, have I, have I committed, have, have I, you know, broken my regulations? Should I be sanctioned for, for doing it? And I think at the point that we're, the, the people are having serious conversations about whether to sanction, and it wasn't just me, there was a whole other, uh, uh, an IP editor who was doing a similar sort of thing. I think when people are having serious conversations about whether or not they should return potentially defamatory information to a biography because it's been put there by the wrong person, then that's a... But that's that's a, uh, exactly the, the point I was trying to make at one point of, like, uh, weeks ago when some people uh, took the, the hardline ban means ban approach. I was raising questions like, does it mean that you have to restore vandalism or defamation or whatever just just because it was a banned user that re- that removed it? Uh, and uh, now that's actually coming to the fore. And lately, I've, I actually saw JZG uh, guy uh, actually um, reverted to the version of a banned user, which happened to be removing defamation. So um, uh, at least to him, um, removing defamation does take precedence over the ban means ban thing, even though he's one of the most fervent advocates of that. But uh, others, he was actually edit warring against others who were taking an even more hardline stance in that, uh, which, which in my opinion was egged on originally by people like him, uh, even though um, he doesn't necessarily seem to like the, the consequences of it when taken to, taken to its logical conclusion. Well, and this well, is the, it's it's the problem. There, there's legitimate ways for somebody, even if they're banned, to, to bring up something as, you know, obvious defamation. You, they can email somebody who's a editor in good standing. It's, it's not proxying to remove obvious defamation or obvious vandalism. Oh, well, I don't know um, if anyone's. And that way, they're still respecting their own ban, um, and they're also, you know, being a positive force within the community. Except the keyword there is obvious, because if you look at, you know, Moulton, who was on, you know, not the Wikipedia Weekly last week, he was banned because of uh, his edits to, to, I'm not going to name the article, but, you know, because they didn't name it last week, if somebody else wants yeah. to, because he was editing a colleague's article claiming that uh, that a New York Times article, which said that she had signed a pro-intelligent design petition, which is obviously professionally embarrassing to her now, um, you know, he was claiming, oh, the New York Times is not a reliable source. It doesn't, you know, the petition doesn't say what it actually says. This is defamatory. I mean, all kinds of BS like that. And you know, so so it becomes a question of, well, you know, does ban mean ban? Should he be allowed to keep coming back and claim it's defamatory? Well, no one's really defined, and that's the thing, is like proxying for a banned user, what exactly is it? Uh, nobody's defined it, and people seem to make it mean whatever they feel like making it mean. It means doing on. actions in place of a banned user. I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Well, it, was, it was also very says. heartening, and just to pause you for a second, guys, it was very heartening to see that, the, the, for me anyway, I was very pleased that the delete discussion went so quickly in favor of keep. But um, this is, Raoul, your, your mentioning of Moulton and bringing back the, the, uh, the that particular issue of biographies that kind of leads us quite nicely into into the sort of the you know these issues all come together. Um, I'll name one of the articles that, that Moulton mentioned to me um, 
like, and it, it, it's an area that interests me because I think it, some of what GT Bacchus was saying about focusing on the discussion, focusing on the key point here, um, and it's, an, it's a biography of a, of a, of a scientist called um, James Tor. Uh, now, James Tor is a, uh, one of these signatories. Uh, he certainly is one of the signatories of the Scientific Descent from Darwinism um, petition. Uh, if you currently look at his wiki article right now, today, um, you've got his name, James Tor, and a couple of paragraphs about his qualifications and background. And then as a large header, you've got the Scientific Descent from Darwinism. Um, and then there's a, a large, you know, there's slightly more material in his biography about the scientific descent from Darwinism than there is um, about the rest of his career. Now, it's been it's been sort of intimated to me, and I, I don't really know at this point, but uh, for me, the, the key discussion worth having is, is that a problem? Is that is that a biased biography? Is it is it harmful in some way? Um, it's certainly well sourced. There's no argument there. Um, but but what happened in this particular case apparently is that that um, you know this chap was uh, not that happy I gather about uh, about having the scientific descent from Darwinism be such a large part of what is likely to be the first Google search return for his name uh, and undue weight that's the concept yeah you pay more attention to one thing uh, rather than other things that may be more important just because somebody had an axe to grind on some subject and uh, I think w- if you look at um, the editing on, on the other article that Moulton uh, was involved in which I think was Rosalind Picard um, like at the end of it all I'm sure there was bad behaviour on all sides and sometimes I've, I found some it, it, God with all these, these sort of clouded issues it gets so clouded so quickly because you find all these entrenched positions. You find all these people who are sort of kind of saying, you know, like almost as a group, they're saying, trust me, uh, trust me, we're right. Uh, and it's sometimes you want to sort of say, well, was it in a bad state? What, is, it, is it unfair to these scientists to have this petition in this way? And Phil, I'm going to phone to you now because I know you're sort of on the coming at this from the you've been very involved in these articles and you've had to deal with or you've been involved with, you know, Moulton specifically. So, uh, you know, in terms of offering balance to our previous chat as well, over to you for your sort of tuppence worth. Okay. uh, well, let me say, first of all, actually, the intelligent uh, contrary to what many people think, the intelligent design wiki project really had very little to do with James Tour, as far as I know, with James Tour or Rosalind Picard's articles. These, these were articles that other people had, you know, you've, the, the thing is, when it's open for anybody to come by, you've got anons, you've got, or IP addresses or whatever, people coming by and putting stuff in there. Uh, Rosalind Picard's, um, a big piece of her article appeared to be plagiarized, if I remember correctly, and had been removed for that reason uh, right before when Moulton showed up, so therefore it looked unbalanced. And, um, you know, uh, certainly I think that that just glancing at it, I hadn't actually looked at it for a long time, if ever. Um, looking at James Tour's thing, probably his, his uh, if I was gonna write the thing from scratch right now I would yeah. write his the main part of his article longer and the part that has to do with the scientific descent from Darwinism I would probably make it shorter than it is right now I think that's and can I, can I pause you there for a sec Phil pause you there because this is what I sensed and I, I'm still not sure but I sense that in actual fact there's a lot more agreement on these on these things than there is disagreement 
And in some ways, it, it sort of it's so easy. I, I, what I sense from what GT Backus was saying, and I'll bring you back in in a moment, if I may, is that we shouldn't focus on the on the sort of the minutiae of these in, of these positions where we clearly disagree. When it's actually pretty, you know, you're, what you're saying is almost exactly what Moulton said to me, which is that look, it's there's too much focus on it. Let's bring it down a bit. You know, we can. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I, I want to take issue with that part. You, what you just said. Um, I think as a first principle, we shouldn't be deleting true, well-sourced facts that if you want to balance an article out, you don't remove the bad facts. That's what Moulton got in trouble for. I think you balance it out by adding more of the, the, you know, of the description of their other part of their career that doesn't relate to, to their, you know, scientific descent from Darwinism. Sure, I agree with you on that. I think that is, I think that's a very key distinction to make there. I would use GCB. Lower nobility. Notability biographies, though, is the lack of sources to balance things out. Um, if uh, okay, an, another one that I did was Rand Fishkin, the uh, CEO and founder of SEO Moz. He's basically known in in print for two things: for the company he founded and for proposing to his wife at a sports event. That's it. You can't write a well-rounded biography about that, but he is notable enough. Well, before we move on, in a, in a sec, guys, we'll move on to discuss some of the recent uh, proposals like, op- like opting out and allowing people for ways of dealing with these biographies where there is very little information. But um, I just want to allow GT Bacchus, you, you were about to respond to Raoul, um, I think. Or I was actually going to pretty much say what um, Darova said, that like if you just that you how do you balance out a how do you add more good information when you've already used every source? Like and most at that point, point, how do you balance an article? If it's if there's undue weight on some negative aspect of, let's say, a person's biography, and you can't balance it out by adding more, like other neutral information, then doesn't that leave you at the point where you have to take out bad stuff? I've seen this if, many. Wait, if there's no other information about that person and reliable sources, then who's to say it's unbalanced? If a person is notable for one thing, which is being an intelligent design advocate, then that's what the article should say. But that's not the case for those people we're talking about. They're professors who have their own career, and this intelligent design petition has its own article. I think the way I would do it is I'd have one sentence saying, this person was a signatory of the whatever it's called petition, and that petition name would be wiki-linked, and it would go to the article on the petition, which would have all of the gory detail about what what it, what it is and what controversies about it and stuff. Does it have to be repeated in every bio, biography of anybody who signed the thing? I think. Wait a minute. There's also one assumption. There's one bad assumption we're making here. We're making the assumption that it's a bad thing to be a signatory of a scientific descent from Darwinism. Well, I'm and not saying it's that bad. Is it's, it's, not, it's, the, it's just not the most notable thing about those people's lives, and it's covered in an article of its own. So whether it's bad or good or neutral, is there any need to give lots and lots of space in every bio about it? Well, let's, well I I'll also just to, just guys, I'll just pan back a sec because we. I think this is another. It's so easy to to start to you know lose the thread. Um, I see it as conceptually possible. Um, I, don't, I don't know much about James Tor, but to me, it makes sense to me that he's had an entire career um, within his chosen field. Um, he's also been reported in the New York Times once and once only, um, and it's for this particular event that it was a scientific descent from Darwinism. Now, uh, in that sense, he's you know he's notable for one thing. But that one thing constitutes undue weight, uh, as in those two concepts are intention. Again, if he's only been reported for one thing, who is to say it's unbalanced? 
Oh, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Sorry, I'm not asserting that. I'm asserting that it's possible for it to be unbalanced. It sounds like a short article at that point. Well, indeed. And so is he notable it enough? Pretty relative. Article. It was a pretty short article. That's the thing. James Tor. Last time I checked, it was like two paragraphs. Maybe. It's maybe so is he notable <laughs> enough for an article then? <laughs> Well, yeah, to, to boil it back, sorry, I'll just, I'll just give one more go at putting it my way. You're exactly right, Raoul. We can't, who's to say that, it, that if he's only reported once in the New York Times, who's to say that that's not why he should be in Wikipedia? That's valid, but you can flip that around the other way, which is to say that um, it, it is possible that that does represent undue weight. Uh, as in, uh, he's, he's, he, you know, he's got a verifiable career in other things. Uh, he's definitely his own man, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And he's he's just involved himself in this for whatever reason. And I have to say, it's been asserted to me that the that the Darwin Institute were, uh, sorry, the Discovery Institute were um was somewhat uh, unclear in the in the ways they distributed this this particular petition. I, I don't know the ins and outs of that. But what I'm saying is I understand that conceptually... I, I wouldn't put anything past them. They are a very shady bunch of people when it comes to that kind and of stuff. Also, if you look at our article, it's specifically on the petition, it says it loud and clear with several references. Yes, this was a, a um, was and is a, a petition meant to trick the unwary. And derive it. say it. Thank you. Well, I just think that in some of these situations where there's a question about whether that's uh, balanced or not, we might want to listen to the article's subject. Uh, if they say, hey, this is unbalanced and there's just not enough st- stuff about me in print to write something that I feel is balanced, I'd rather gracefully bow out. And that leads us very nicely to the to the topic of, of some of the proposals that have been floating around in different places, the concept of a biographical opt-out. Um, uh, Doc Glasgow has been working in his own um, user, his own uh, user space uh, on uh, on sort of getting some, trying to define the, the biography problem, and he's sort of going through it. It's, it's well worth a read. I'll, I'll link to it from the not the Wikipedia Weekly. I think it's brilliant. Um, he's sort of saying that look, biographies can do harm, and they appear very high profile in, on the internet, and um, uh, all these so, sorts of things. Uh, and he's posted at, at both Wikback and Wikipedia Review and on Wikipedia, uh, and he's suggesting uh, some sort of opt-out scheme. Um, it's a scheme that I know that the, the people from Wikipedia Review we spoke to last week support. Um, it's a scheme that Derova, um, in in writing before, you know, conversations before this discussion and writing on Wiki, has suggested a kind of I think you call it a paper test Derova, which I'll get you to explain in a moment. But it's the it's a conceptual shift from saying. Look, we might have a source about person X. They might have been in the paper, but you know the truth is they're not uh, quote unquote a public figure, or they're not uh, you know they're, they're not clearly in the public eye. Uh, to my mind, uh, someone like Angela Beasley comes to mind here as someone that shouldn't have to have a biography because um, I can see the hassles that it can cause her. Um, so, Derova, if we'll kick off on this side. Just could you explain your your proposal, if you like, or, or the test that you apply, um, you know, personally? Well, I I call it the dead trees standard, and the basic idea is that if somebody is so famous that they exist in a print uh, encyclopedia, um, and I'm not just talking about Britannica, but if you've got a musician, if they're in the Rolling Stone Encyclopedia of Rock Music, or any kind of specialty encyclopedia for the given field, 
Um, if they're that famous, we can check on it. We, we can settle the debate by going to the library. And at that point, they're already in somebody else's encyclopedia. We can have them in ours. Up until that level, um, I offer, and the community sometimes does and sometimes doesn't uh, see eye to eye with this, I'll, I'll offer to uh, nominate for deletion on request of the subject. And that's something that you've sort of said for a while, you know, uh, has anyone taken you up on it? Uh, quite a few people. It goes back to um, as far as last June. Um, the first biographies I nominated this way were Daniel Brandt and Seth Finkelstein. And merge redirect versus complex merge versus deletion, um, they did get a bit more of, of what they wanted from that. Uh, then Rand Fishkin I mentioned, um, he was a very uncontroversial deletion. I nominated Angela Beasley, and that was kept. I've nominated a couple of others more recently that, that were kept. Some people are maybe not as comfortable as I am setting the bar at that point. If I could find a better um, externally measurable test then that people were more happy with, then great, I'd be very happy. One that's been kicking around is that the, there is a legal definition, or in fact there are several legal definitions that we can co-opt or look at as to what constitutes a, a public figure. Uh, and it's, it's one of the, uh, that's one of the tests that would probably help someone like, um, what's his name, Don Murphy, who's a pretty famous film producer who's produced films like Natural Born Killers and Transformers. Um, and has run into all sorts of problems with Wikipedia and he's very unhappy that, you know, that there's an article there. Um, he's someone that, that doesn't qualify as a public figure, um, legally, or so I gather. Um, and if that were the case, we, we could offer just a, a dead set opt out. You know, if you're not, if you don't meet this definition and you don't want an article, then we'll delete it. Um, uh, that's something that's got my. That. What do you mean he doesn't, uh, has he sued someone and was that an actual court ruling? Oh well, no! I'm, I'm keeping this in the abstract for now because I don't. I, I haven't really done my homework, to be honest. Um, I, it, like, if if I believe he doesn't meet this, whatever this legal definition is, I think he's asserted that. I think he's stated around the place that he doesn't. Uh, I, you know, I'm not really qualified, or I don't know enough yet. But I'm saying that it, that I could see that if a standard were clear, um, then it's one that could actually really help the wiki. And just to put, put this in context, some of what Doc's saying is that listen, guys, this isn't. This isn't hypothetical anymore. This is like, you know, our biographies get read by a lot of people. And, uh, you know, we, we've got great power to, to possibly harm people, which is, you know, that's not good. We've got to be responsible with that. There are obviously downsides, but um, I'll throw to you, Raoul, for, you know, what's your take on, on these ideas from what you've heard of them? Um, I, stay out of, I stay out of inclusion-deletionism debates mostly because uh, <laughs> it's... There's no rhyme or reason to them, and everyone has their own opinion. Um, I am. I don't think that that the subject's opinion should play into the discussion. That whether or not somebody wants it or not, that that, that should not be a consideration. That I, and I think that efforts to create more objective standards for what should be included or not, and we already have a few, like for web. Or for academics, for websites, for music, we have these guides, and that, and that uh, more of them would be better. 
And I think, just so you know, there's some stats which I don't have to hand, but this is what, what Doc was quoting is the number of BLPs that we've got and the number that have, for instance, tags to say they're unreferenced or they're making unreferenced claims. And it's, I believe it's in the hundreds or certainly the tens and approaching the hundreds of thousands. Um, that's, that's the problem that this is, um, this is sort of designed to address. And, um, Dan, what's your sort of, uh, what's your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, this is actually an issue where I've been kind of all over the map on. I mean, I used to have the stereotypical Wikipedian uh, view that what we that I should be able to write about whatever I want to write about, and and uh, uh, nobody should have a right to to insist I can't, even if they happen to be the subject of it. Uh, but um, I'm like. Uh, starting to come around a little more to the position that these bios can sometimes really hurt people. Uh, that's actually it's a position that's been held by the the um, so-called attack sites like uh, Wikipedia Review all along. Um, so um, anybody who advocates it uh, on Wikipedia can be accused of proxying for a banned user to bring up that concept again uh, <laughs> because that, it is a concept that that's, that uh, seems to have largely originated with the banned users and the critics. Well, Dan, 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 I'll pause you there for a sec, just to, to bring it back just to the biographies because, you know, uh, what's your, you know, you're saying you, you, you've come around to it. Are you... Are you well, uh, not entirely still because I'm, I'm still a little uneasy about the... I don't think people should have an absolute um, veto power over it. Uh, they shouldn't be able to make you um, say nothing but nice things about them, even if the the, the worst stuff is true. Uh, but um, you do definitely, there needs to be a lot of care about um, uh, bios, especially about people who are of a level of, of relatively marginal notability where possibly it might be bringing them into the public eye where they wouldn't have been otherwise. Uh, so there is a responsibility Wikipedia needs to think about. Yeah, that, that self-fulfilling prophecy thing is quite an important point too. Um, GT Backus, I'm not, I'm not sure how involved you've been in this sort of stuff, but um, you know, what are your thoughts? Insert space for, for GT Bacchus's thoughts there. <laughs> I guess you might you may be having trouble with your mic there, GTB. Um, so Ned, um, we'll, we'll sorry, I muted myself. <laughs> oh, okay, you're there. Great, yeah. Yeah, no, so I, I, don't I, know I muted out because I wasn't talking for a while and then forgot to come back. <laughs> um, sorry, I uh, had a question about the the bio thing though. Sure, go ahead. Um, yeah, that this idea about having a an opt-out, the paper test, something like that. And then uh, I guess Raul mentioned that we, we do have some written criteria already. So like we have WPBio, I guess it's called, that is the notability criterion for deciding whether a biography article, you know, has enough, it is notable. And so I guess are we, is or are some people suggesting another layer of notability criteria for people, where if you don't meet the WP Bio criteria, then you just get deleted anyway. But if you don't meet this slightly higher criteria, then you can still get deleted if you ask. And uh, that's just yeah. I'll try and answer that. Like, I'll try and answer that, which is is to say that um, it's a it's it's almost a parallel thing as far as I see it. Um, which is that, that, you know, the bio criteria which defines notability and defines what sort of sources are going to be necessary and, and how we can go about gathering information to publish. Um, 
it, it doesn't reflect, it, it hasn't so far taken into consideration uh, the fact that the Wikipedia, as Dan mentions, Wikipedia itself changes the, the level of profile of a person. It, it brings a lot of information to a much higher profile. And uh, unfortunately, it's the, the problems start when people's biographies, which are very visible, start to attract unsourced information um, in addition to the, the notable yeah. and, and reliably sourced information that was there originally. Um, yes, perhaps there's an argument to sort of stubify, therefore, I don't know. Well, sometimes it's the subject of the bio that puts in bad, I mean, they may put in uh, information slanted in their favor in there that's unsourced. So, um, I mean, um, it could happen in both directions. It just uh, it seems that the undue weight issue makes a little more sense, maybe, if you think about the fact that being on Wikipedia does amplify whatever coverage exists of you out there. So if there's only two printed sources about you and they're both talking about something kind of embarrassing, that's actually a really different type of weight than if there's a Wikipedia article repeating those two sources and saying nothing else. Just because like, there was a little light in a corner and then these big mirrors were placed next to it. And we I can't really claim we didn't do anything by putting those mirrors there. It actually changes the weight of the sources considerably. That's exactly it. So do you, are you sensing a need, GTB, for a sort of a, an additional guideline for, for that sort of thing, or, or you're not? Joey's out still. Um, I'm sensing a need to think real hard about what undue weight means in the case of something that just isn't covered by very many sources at all. Yeah, yeah. If you're writing and about Ned, Hegel, we'll bring you in at this point, Ned. Million. Oh, go ahead. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll bring you in at this point, Ned, just to discuss these sort of opt-outs and these, these biographical issues in general. Um, yeah, um, <clears throat> I think Raul said it pretty well, um, uh, that it, it really shouldn't play, um, their request shouldn't really play into the discussion, but at the same time, um, if someone does want to opt out, I, I could kind of see that opting out is not actually removing their article, but simply starting um, a deletion discussion where people, where they, it doesn't play a role in that discussion, but it could start the discussion. And as long as the community is able to make that decision as a community, uh, that's a lot better than giving someone kind of that that one power thing. I don't want to be inside, or I don't want to be on Wikipedia. It, it seems more balanced that it's more just a request for review than something that was actually that would lead to deletion. Yeah, so I mean, that, that's you know another that's all fuel to the fire of sort of thinking about it. Let's have a little straw poll since we've got enough people here. Um, if uh, I'll go to my sort of proposal, which is a it's sort of related to Derovas, but um, in fact let's do both. Let's do a little straw poll for Derova. Derova's test is uh, if someone doesn't have an existing article uh, in a paper encyclopedia of some sort, then uh, then their article should be deleted. Uh, what do you think about that, Dan? Yes or no? Let me just clarify. This is only upon request. Uh, sorry, yes. Yeah. Yes, the, the default thing is that we'll go ahead and include it with our standard notability requirements. But if they object, I mean, heck, they have to live with the consequences if if it's unbalanced or whatever. Then upon request, if they're, if they're not that famous, then we would go ahead and do it. 
Let's have, let's have a yes, no. I'm going to ask each of you before we took just do a little straw poll. We'll do this one on the next one. So, uh, yes, no. If you were, if you think that's a good idea, Dan. Wait, it would uh, be it would be deletion discussion or deleted. Well, as it is right now, I'll go ahead and do it uh, deletion discussion. Um, I would request that people would uh, would would uh, honor the courtesy request. But for the um, sake of an, for the sake of analyzing the point, we'll assume that it would just be. We'll assume that. That uh, we are the wiki gods, the wiki powers that be, uh, as no doubt one day we will be. Um, <laughs> so we'll assume that it's just going to be zapped and deleted forever. Um, I'm, I'm after a quick straw poll, yes and no, from everyone in the room, just so we can see the, the, where the flavour is. Uh, yes or no, Dan? Probably have to say no, although, I mean, it's got merit to it, but... Um, Dan, 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 I'll stop you there. One no, word will do. I'll say no, Which then. word is it? Which no. word is it? There you go. Derova? No. What? Should I vote against my own proposal? <laughs> no, give it, no uh, that's a yes. I, it's something I've been doing since last June. Yes, of course. Fast lizard. Uh, I'd have to say no, actually, because if I think okay, no, no, no reasoning required at this point. Um, Phil, I'm a midway between yes and no. Uh, you got to choose. These gods can't be indecisive. I'm leaning towards no. Okay, uh, GTB. Pulls are evil. You know me. <laughs> uh, Raul? No. Uh, Ned? Uh. <laughs> that was an oncoming train. <laughs> okay, well, so that effect. one's... What we've got there is, I'm afraid that one's in this committee. Uh, I would vote yes. So it's uh, you and I against the world there, Drove, unfortunately. Um, oh, no. Uh, yeah, so with one spoiled ballot from GTB. Um, we'll, we'll just, I'll just try the other one, which is slightly different, which relies on the, um, the, you know, the, the concept of public figure. Let's just assume in our minds for a sec that the idea that we could come up with a test that we all agreed on, um, which is, uh, if a, if a member, if a, sorry, if a, if someone that has a biography in Wikipedia doesn't meet the test of being a public figure, uh, and they wish to have their biography removed, I would say that we should delete it, uh, and I, that's one yes for, for my proposal. Dan, what's I'm your sorry, vote? Can you can you say that again? If there's a if we can agree on a test for what constitutes a public figure, uh, and if someone whose biography exists in Wikipedia and who is not a public figure requests that their biography be removed, uh, I say yes, we should delete it. And, and I enjoy you to vote. And, and this person is not notable according to that test. Uh, this person is not a public figure, correct? You, you said not notable and then not a public figure. Well, the, the, the test would be public figure. It relates to, to, to mention this very, I'll give you a tiny bit of context before we sort of blow our time out too much. Uh, I, don't, I think uh, Angela Beasley should have the right to have her bio deleted. And I think the, the system or the basis on which she should be able to delete her bio um, is that she's not a public figure. Um, she's, she's been involved with a, with a project that's grown beyond all reasonable expectation, and it's the nature of the people in that project to become a bit self-referential. But I think that's the system which would allow uh, a, a sensible request like hers to be quickly uh, honoured. Um, so I would say if someone's not a public figure uh, and they wish to remove their biography from Wikipedia upon request, we shall do so. 
Uh, and I'll try. I've got a, I've got my thumb. My right thumb's got one yes vote. That's me. I'm going to go through you guys again to see if you want to vote at all, and we'll just have a little idea of the straw poll. Uh, Daniel, what's your vote on that one? I guess I'll say yes, just to not be a total negative type. Derova. Yes. Fast lizard. Fast lizard. Now, what was the question again? I completely got lost. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's not a public figure, should they be able to remove their biography from Wikipedia? I would say no again. There you go. That's three to one. Um, Phil? I can certainly imagine uh, some definition where I would say yes. It may not go. be the legal I definition, but I can imagine saying yes. Okay. GTB? Um... That's a tricky one, because I'd say in one sense that's already true, and in one sense it should be, and in another sense it certainly shouldn't. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. That's I'm sorry. I, I really wanted to give you a straight answer on that one. I, I tried to figure <laughs> out which of like six it was, but that's not a choice. Well, we've got two to go, and it's, it's hung in the balance here. Raoul, what's your, go? What's your, uh, your vote? Can, can you clarify what you mean by request that it be deleted? I mean, it actually be deleted, or they can request that it be deleted? No, no, if they request it for it to be deleted, then it is deleted. Oh, no. That's a no. And Ned, it's quite a no. What's your vote there, Ned? I would say no. That's a no. Well, I've got to tell you, uh, it, we've carried that one 4-3. Um, I've got me, Dan, Derova, and uh, Phil uh, down for yes there. So it's it's uh, it's obviously an area that there's, there's plenty to discuss, and... Geez, I don't know if we might do more straw polls or more more such sort of things. Um, voting is indeed evil, so perhaps we'll we'll come up with a, a clever system to define consensus without actually voting. Uh, goodness knows. Some of us um, would rather discuss with reasons than just have to be uh, held to a yes or no. Oh, absolutely. Now, the danger, of course, is, and I can hear Mess Rocker's voice echoing in my mind here, um, in episode one, he described, of our little project here, he described the fact that the wiki likes nothing more than to talk about things for hours on end and then to, uh, to resolve nothing. And uh, I think that's the only danger, which, you know, we all, we're all guilty of on occasion. Um, guys, we're, that, that, that's pretty much, we're pretty much done for time. Uh, we've got time for sort of any closing thoughts or any sort of final comments or anything from... So you got anything you, you desperately have to say, Dan? Uh... I guess not with, with, uh, with so little time, uh, left. Just that those two proposals is just the, the crux of it is how do you define things like a public figure or, uh, and then the paper encyclopedia that, uh, would exclude any recent, like people can get famous very quickly, like American Idol finalists, uh, it might be a year or two before they're ever in a paper encyclopedia. So, I mean, there's problems with all of these proposals. I mean, there's merit to them too. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's one to watch. And, and certainly I'd encourage everyone to head over to Doc's pages. Um, give, you know, he's, he's laying out in a very clear way, which is, I think is great to sort of try and define what the problem is. So at least we're sort of talking, at least we're clear about what we're talking about. Um, Derova, anything final from you? We need more women in here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a good observation. No, I, uh, I, think, I think the gender ratio in here is just about accurate to what it is on Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, well, you might be right. <laughs> cool. In fact, I don't think... Uh, pipe up now if you want to say anything other than... I'll, I'll just say thanks very much for listening. Um, I'll let you say sort of goodbye one, one by one maybe at the end, but thanks for listening, guys. Uh, drop any comments on the talk page. If you want to join in the conversation, just say so at the 
at the wiki page and, and you know, uh, organize something yourself, feel free. Uh, the whole aim of this sort of project is just to improve communications, to get people talking, to try and see the other points of view and, and to, to be interesting and maybe a little bit entertaining once in a while. Um, so do give us any feedback on the wiki page. Otherwise, uh, I'm going to say ta-ta. Uh, yeah, over to Raul. Anything you want to say? Not really, no. There you go. GTB? Um, I really liked what Jerova said earlier, that which I will summarize quite inaccurately as criticize your opponent's ideas and your friend's behavior. And I think on I that kind of word that of up. wisdom... Yeah, I think on that word of wisdom, we're going to say uh, goodbye for now. Ta-da!